Welcome to this week's Green Site Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And the last show I talked about watering in general, and I like to focus in this week a bit more on uh, watering the lawn this summer. You know, every every summer the neighbors stand on either side of their respective fences, and uh, what comes up is which is better, watering the lawn all summer or letting Mother Nature take over. Um, and you certainly can find pros and cons on both sides of the fence for watering our lawns. One of the biggest pros, of course, is enjoying a beautiful lush green lawn during the height of the summer heat when surrounding lawns might already be kind of a toasty bright brown because they've gone dormant. On the other hand, one of the biggest cons about getting the lawn watered well is getting that water bill later on. Um, So the best time to really decide if you're going to water is really in the springtime. Uh, This puts into play additional kind of what I'll call lawn management practices If you're going to water all summer, that changes the fertilizer program, how often you'll need to be mowing the lawn, things like how high to mow and to collect or leave the lawn clippings are most of them. And then depending upon the age of the lawn, lots of water sometimes can lead uh, to disease management issues, which also ought to be on the radar screen if you do have one of those older lawns. Uh, If you're gonna be watering, then the lawn, as you might guess, then takes a higher level of care including the need for perhaps more more nutrition, whether that's synthetic or you're putting it on in some organic matter. Our typical cool season grasses, of course, would, would naturally expect to go dormant during the hot, dry summer, and when kept alive means that they certainly have that need for the energy, and that's on us to make sure we uh, apply enough throughout the growing season. Uh, and then more water and more nutrition will drive the mowing question, Uh, how often, how high the lawn should be mowed. One of the best ways to keep the lawn looking good in the summertime certainly is to mow higher and more often with what is very critical, a sharp mower blade. That's going to make the grass uh, look the best possible as you would walk down the street or drive by in the car. Um, And uh, for most of us with most road that you're using some form of a rotary mower these days, that might even be as the, the second to the highest setting on the deck. Uh, This will work out uh, very well for the lawn in terms of appearance, whether you water or not. So it's just a good cultural practice to follow through on. You know, if the choice is you're not going to water and let Mother Nature do her thing, the lawn will remain green as long as the rains last. That might be uh, well into late spring or maybe early summer before they naturally go dormant. Now with this choice, besides saving on the water bill, the additional cost savings will be found in the in any feeding costs, whether, again, it's synthetic or organic uh, nutrition that you provide, uh, as you're not going to be using any of that during the time the lawn is dormant. And then uh, uh, less mowing because the lawn isn't growing also uh, points to uh, using less fuel for the mower. And then that frequency will also be there, which says you're going to be mowing less often. So again, less gas, less CO2 emissions, all those kinds of things uh, um, uh, fall into those savings that you might have. Um, The taller grass blades, because we are mowing a bit taller or higher these days than during the drought, uh, also helps retain soil moisture because the taller grass blades actually shade the soil. The uh, potential for lawn fungal diseases on some of those older lawns, uh, as I mentioned, might increase with the higher amounts of water and fertilizer. And and uh, th- then uh, these older lawns are just more prone to that than some of the newer lawns that have uh, been created or you've 
put down from sod using uh, hybrid disease-resistant grasses. So that lawn disease issue is something to really think about. Um, in, in, in the talks, in the previous show, I talked about a good preventative practice is to water uh, so that the foliages on whatever you're watering is dry by nightfall. Even more important uh, in the lawn, you just want to make sure the lawn is dry well before the end of the sunshine comes along at the end of the day. Um, you can even consider taking that uh, micromanaging a little bit further and consider starting on the north or east sides of the home. It's going to take longer to dry out than on the south or west side exposure, so you can think about whether or not um, or what time of the day or when you're going to start your watering, uh, depending upon the exposure that you have uh, have around the house. Uh, another good tip if we're trying to keep our lawns greener is to consider top dressing the lawn with a quality black dirt or some other form of organic matter, uh, and that could be done annually. Uh, organic matter has a tendency or will absorb and hold water for the lawn to use later besides feeding the lawn the micronutrients not found in any of our uh, typical synthetic fertilizers. So these are some, this is some information on specifically about watering the lawn uh, versus just watering in general. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure and I'll be back again real soon. <music>